What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Dale in here on a Tuesday night with no fights lined up this weekend. There's some LFA and some other stuff, PFL Challenger Series, all that kind of good stuff is going on this weekend. Uh, so maybe I'll put out some plays on Twitter and stuff for that, but nothing as far as breakdown goes. So you ask, well, there's nothing going on. What the hell are we doing a show for? Well, one of the chief things that I'm asked by people um, that are looking to start podcasts or I tell them this, create content consistently, right? Which is, you know, I'm big on alliteration and I'm sure that came from somewhere other than me. Somebody smarter than me said that, but that's one of the things that I've always tried to do is no matter what, at least put something out, something you like, or at least I'll put it out and maybe you like it, maybe you don't, to be honest with you, but it's all the same. Here we are right uh it's tuesday there's nothing going on this weekend other than lfa and pfl challenger series and pfl lines are a little wonky and to be honest with you i don't have time to follow lfa so uh there's some other cats out there that are much sharper than i am i will probably just tail some of their plays and if i do i'll shout them out let you know who it is right but uh at this point in the game um there's there's a lot of people out there that that that's that's where they're making their mark. That's their bread, their butter. So I'll let them get after that, right? That's that's for them, not for me. Um, but so be it. <clears throat> anyway, I got a little, uh, you know, I'm off the beer. So I got a little, little uh, a buddy of mine, Mark, came by and dropped off Christmas wine. I have no idea what Christmas wine is. It's German, very grapey, very, very grape juicy. Um but he came and dropped some of that off for Christmas and I've been sitting on it. I haven't drank any of it. And, you know, I didn't want to uncork something. This came with a screw top, you know, looked like some mad dog 2020 for you old heads out there. So I figured I might as well crack into that and see what we got going. And I need a little something to sip, right? We're sitting here chopping it up. We got to have something to sip on. So um, that's where we're at. Right. So let me see what I can do here. I, I do want to, um, there is, I do have like a, a semblance of a, of a, of an idea of something I want to talk about. Right. Um, so one of the concepts that I've been throwing around is, you know, obviously creating more, more content as a whole, but, uh, for weeks like this, and oftentimes we have like fight announcements, people, We'll say, well, what do you think about this fight ahead of time, right? And we talk about capping stuff as soon as it comes out and then waiting to see what the line looks like. Thought about taking a, a, a show format and realistically kind of going over the idea of um, early leans, right? Like like what is, what's the early lean on stuff? And I think there's something to be done with that, right? I think I think there there's there's something there. Now, obviously, I have to I, I'm going to have to flesh it out a lot more than what I've done. Uh, but some sort of early show or some sort of show format, whether it be an extra show week or once a month with like early look ahead spots, right, um, is something that I might be interested in doing. If there is enough of a audience for it. To be honest, not that there's much of a fucking audience now, but, <laughs> but I love you guys. Um, do I think Herb Dean is the gold standard? Herb, what's up, man? Um, he says, do you think Grosso's more competitive versus Chev than Murphy was versus Andrage? I, yes. 
Yes. In that, for that comparison, yes. Will it still look like a pit bull attacking a Yorkshire Terrier? Yes. Also, yes. Um, but I think it'll be, I think it will be slightly more competitive. I think that the, what's weird about Shevchenko is I want to see how she responds after arguably losing a fight, right? After having a tough test, she's been on cruise control or been in cruise control for so long. And then, you know, her last fight things got real dicey there. And, you know, there are those that contest that she lost that fight. Now, does she use that? How does her mental space react to that? Does she come out hungrier than ever to prove the haters wrong? Or does she start to doubt herself? Now, that being said, I don't believe Alexa Grosso is the one to expose that either way. But I don't know um, if, you know, she'll do the the classic Valentina Shevchenko thing where she comes out and tries to beat you at your own thing, right? Is Shevchenko going to want to come out, you know, and not be a counter puncher and, and try to sit there and work off the jab of, of Grosso. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that she'll do that. I think that she's going to come out and we'll get a, uh, um, like a hyper aggressive version of Valentina perhaps is, is what we might see. I don't know. It's a great, it'll be more competitive than Murphy was versus Andrade. Andrage, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Ten thousand words where ten will do. Yes, it will be more competitive, but I don't know by by what metric and how it will be measured. But yes, I believe so. Um, that's a good question. Now you got my, you got me. I, um, let's see here. I'm trying to, I don't understand. This is why I need producer Jake in here because he, this is much better at giving me the other shit that I need, which I don't have. Um, it doesn't matter. We'll make it work. We hit on the Bruno play. We did hit on the Bruno play. Um, for those of you who are unaware what Austin's talking about, uh, it did show up. Bruno first round KO. Um, and that, so there were, there was conflicting bets on my card in that regard, right? So on the big, the very large parlay that I did, um, we had we had um, Rodriguez winning, and then I had a small prop play on Bruno in round one by knockout. Which, if you look at him and his, you know, the telemetry of his fights. That was always where that was going to happen, right? It wasn't going to happen in round two. Certainly wasn't going to happen in round three. It's only worth playing in one particular spot. And one of the things that I, I would like to do more of is play on those people that have that, like just that, right? Like like Bruno is round one KO. Like we, we just, there's no... And if we can get a decent line on it, then we pull the trigger on it. It was at plus 800. So nice little smacker. Nice little smacker. Um, if Rodriguez, there was a lot of different things that could have went that, that could have happened that would have changed the outlook of Saturday. Still finished green, albeit slightly. Uh, but a winning, a winning weekend is a winning weekend, right? We didn't give any money back to the books. So that's a win, right? Uh, a more measurable than others. That's a win. We didn't give anything back. Uh, and we actually made some. Um, 
I stand by the Glover and Jamal Hill round fight ends in round one, fight ends in round two. I mean, it. there were moments at the end of round one where Glover was hurt because, like I said, it, either Glover wraps up a leg, takes him down, subs him early, or Hill knocks him out before Glover can get the timing. And it almost happened in the end of round one. And then end of round two, It, I mean, he – you don't get much closer to stopping a fight than that. And I believe that we've seen fights stopped with less than that going on. Um, Hell, give me that little, uh, what's his name? Kevin McDonald, the dude that stopped the Ankalai of Kutalaba fight. Get him in there and we're stopping that fight all day, right? So, you know, I I had initially, I I can kind of kick myself a little bit. I, I I let some folks get, talk me off of, off of Hill money line. Um, at least they they backed me off the confidence of it onto a play that I felt like I was equally confident in. And I was, my initial read of Hill and Hill alone was the right read there. And you don't know that, right? Because the guy's untested um, and going up against the Glover who has been a world beater as of late. <clears throat> so the logic on talking it off was there, um, but I wish I would have pulled the trigger on Hill heavier um, but it is, I mean, again, it's green. I'm not going to talk about, I'm not going to talk negatively about making money and you can't go, Oh, what if, I mean, dude, uh, if you're gonna do what if about, I should have done this, I shouldn't have done that. We should just fuck talk, talk about the stock market. Cause there's all kinds of shit you shouldn't have done or that I should have done and didn't, um, or sold when I should have held and held when I should have sold and all kinds of stuff. I mean, you can't play what if games with yourself. You, it'll eat you alive in gambling or life, man. It's just golly, just it's one of the most unhealthy things to do. So, um, I want to let me see, man. Let me get bear with me one second. You guys are absolute gems here because, um, let me see if I can upload this file here. Got a little something we can work with. Um, absolutely not. Of course, it's not going to fucking let me do it. Oh, language, Dale. Language. Trying to get a better grip of, you know, all that. I'm trying to get a better grip on, on what I what I say and what I do here. No, I don't want to share my whole screen with you guys. You guys will be hacking into my stuff. Anyway, um, I'll have to get on. This is why I need Jake. That's what I need Jake for. News layout. That's what I want. Uh, I did really good Saturday night. Up 246. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. I love that. I, I love hearing when people cash. I honestly don't even mind if you fade the stuff I say and you cash, right? Like, I'm I'm cool with that, too. I I just want to see you win, right? I, just, I like seeing people win. That's That's always, you know... That's always winner for me, man. I'm I'm cool with it. Um, you know, I, 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 as long as somebody's, you know, if I can't have it, <laughs> if I can't have it, as long as somebody gets it, you know what I mean? Like, can we get somebody eating? I mean, that's really what we need. You know, uh, picture and picture layout, shift seven. Goodness gracious, what the fuck is happening here, man? Come on. This shit just don't work, bro. It just doesn't work. I try. I'm trying. 
trying. It says I'm in solo mode, so I can't put the background on me. Whatever the heck that means, dude. I can't with this bullshit. I, Streamyard's very nice, man, but you gotta you gotta like know what you're doing, dude. And I don't. I really don't. You know, do use your podcast. I whatever, man. I was part of. The, I did the audio stuff. I don't. The video is brutal here. All right. Um, let's see here. Layouts, virtual background. Yeah, let's. Uh, let's see. No, we're not gonna do it like that. Let's do virtual background. Let's let's try that. I'll add this bad boy, and we'll go from there. This would be the most janky. People will be like, "Oh my gosh, look at this dude's busted ass schedule." <laughs> Let's do it though. Let's figure it out. All right, cool. Let's look at some upcoming fights. Let's see what it's got. Oh man, is it is it choppy? Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I can't do it. I won't make you suffer through that. I got. We got to take that down. We got. To... <laughs> That's bad. Oh, let's get this background off here. Yo, none. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's all good, man. It's all good. So, how about them bomb fiend boys? Look, um, yeah, yeah. I, I listen. I, I took an opportunity to talk some smack on the, on the Dawkins brothers, who you know I do not like, um, and say that the bomb fiend brothers are who you thought the Dawkins brothers were. I, I have no idea. I mean, Dawkins brothers won their debuts as well. So, I mean, the bomb fiend boys may may also. Uh, may also you know kick the bucket here they, they, they may shit the bed if you will um all right so let's look at this I, I just got these fight schedules pulled up so um early leans on some stuff right just to sort of break these down um real quick jalen turner and uh dan hooker i think it's verbally agreed on i'm not gonna go ahead and say that it, i don't know if they signed the ink on it yet um but hooker said posted it so it must be Damn near done deal. So that's good. I mean, the only thing I don't like about that is that means that neither one of them is fighting Drew. So um, I'll have to hit him up and see who's on the docket because I know he wanted that Turner fight. I know he was angling. Um, I mean, truth, truth be told, he really wants Michael Chandler, but th- th- I just don't see that happening right now. I really don't. Ooh. Huh. I like that. Ooh. Nope. Shout out to my buddy Mark, but that ain't it. It was like spicy grapes. Whew, I don't know. All right. Uh, we're not going to talk about UFC Fight Night Vegas coming up or UFC Vegas 68. We're not going to talk about that because that's going to be show next week, right? So let's do an early look ahead. We're going to skip two, 284. Um based on the fact that it's just it's too massive of a pay-per-view card. Don't want to bury the lead here. But um, UFC Vegas 69, headlined by um, Cheeto Vera and Corey Sandhagen. So my initial lean for that is Sandhagen, based on the fact that Cheeto takes a while to work into a fight. What concerns me with that is that Cheeto 
never loses his power. He carries his power for five rounds. And we have seen Corey getting hit more and more and more. Like So the head movement of Sandhagen has really fallen off in his most recent ones. Um, so my concern would be the power of Cheeto carrying into the third and fourth rounds. Um, and we, we possibly see a Cheeto knockout here. Um, Matt T says, Do- how about Dober versus Armand Sarukian? Now, Matt, if that happens, I would be over the moon. I'd be over the moon if that happened. Um, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, if the, if they're, if they're willing to do it, um, I think that's great matchmaking. I mean, realistically, those guys are, are orbiting the same sphere right now. So yeah, that's a good fight. It's a good fight. Um, let's see other look ahead spots on that. What's interesting about the Arm- Armand matchup is, you wonder if Armon decides to grapple, right? Like, like I wonder if these guys um, just decide that, like, okay, to a, to a certain extent, I'm just going. I have to grapple. Um, I just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna risk it. What was, what was telling about the the Bobby Green Dober fight um, was Bobby's jab was finding a home early. Right. And, and that's that's what we talked about in the breakdown. Right. Is we didn't want it to be death by a thousand cuts and we needed Dober to be hitting him all the time. Even like even if he wasn't hitting him in the face, we needed him hitting arms. We needed him him hitting body and you know, leg kicks. And, all, and he did exactly that. Right. So it didn't matter. You know, even if a lot of the punches were landing on the shoulder and everything else, you know, with Bobby doing the, the shoulder roll style, we needed all that because it, it just it slows things down a bit. But that jab for the first nine minutes of that fight, eight minutes of that fight was a real problem, was a very real problem. Um, and a guy like Sarukian that can threaten the takedown as well, I, I wonder, you know, um, the plays on the, you know, on, on the entries and the feints, if that presents a problem. Um, that said, Drew's left hand is, is, is NyQuil. Right, it's the go to sleep. So, um, we'll see. We'll see too. Um, you know, you, you can never count that out. But v- very interesting. Um, okay, hmm. Get my gears turning with that. All right, UFC Vegas sixty nine as well. Jim Miller versus Gabriel Benitez. Um, I still, I'm still on Jim Miller here. Um, Initially, when that fight came out, I was like, Miller all day. Um, I get concerned about the body kicks of Benitez, though. I think if Jim lasts one round, if he lasts one round, he beats Mowgli. He beats him. Uh, Benoit Saint-Denis versus Joe Selecki. This is an interesting matchup because it's it's iron will and grit and determination against... It's like grit versus slick. Like Joe Selecki's real slick, but does he have the grit in him to beat Benoit Saint Denis if if Saint Denis can make it ugly, right? Which every Saint Denis fight is ugly. It's bloody. It's disgusting. Um, is Selecki down for that kind of fight? Is what's interesting to me. O- OSP versus Philippe Linz. Linz is a forever fade. He has not looked good since he came over from the PFL. Um, last early look ahead that I like on this. Um, Carlston Harris versus Ramiz Brahimaj. Take Brahimaj here. 
Um, he'll outlast Carlston Harris through round one and round two and three. Um, Harris Harris will fade and Broadmont will get that submission. Be looking at early leans on Broadmont at in round two and round three, and then if you can double it in round two sub round three sub, that's those are awesome. All right, um, UFC Vegas seventy. We get an interesting matchup. We get the return of Tatiana Suarez taking on Montana De La Rosa. We are going to get a massive price on Suarez. I I really believe even if even if she opens at like the two fifty, like like the minus two fifty, that thing's going to get gassed the whole way, like rocket to the moon. That's going to go. If it doesn't, for whatever reason, obviously she stays a play, right? She stays, I mean, but realistically, I think you're going to get Montana De La Rosa at stupid money, which even though she's fighting Tatiana Suarez, Suarez has not fought in damn near five years. So you you take De La Rosa here. You take a girl that's more active over a girl that hasn't fought in five years. You just, you have to do, I mean, women's science aside, you have to. You have to. I mean, how on earth do you go against that? Um, let's see. And last but not least on that one, we're going to, you know, we get Haley Cowan taken on Eileen Perez. Uh, now, Haley will be a favorite in that fight. At least she should be. We have to worry about the takedowns. Um, other than that, I mean, if we, as long as we, as long as we survive the submissions, we're okay. We're okay. Um, Courtney Casey versus Jasmine Jusidovicius. Jasmine, um, always worth playing a uh, a split decision when Courtney Casey's involved. I think she's got like five of them, so always worth playing. Um, weirdly that I'm look weird that I'm looking mostly just looking forward to women fights on that. Nikita Krylov versus Ryan Span is the main event. Fucking Ryan Span punching way out of his weight class, winning fights he got no business winning. Uh, oh, Casey's out of that fight now. All right, cool. All right, I didn't know who's who. Do you know who's stepping in, Adam? Um, all right, Herb says debate the resolve of Jamal Hill and Yuri. Who deserves the status of best two hundred five in the world? Unless you think it's Ankalaev. Well, I think Ankalaev beat Blahovitz, so there's that. Um, and I, I'm on. I'm in the camps that, that I don't necessarily believe that the champ of any weight class is necessarily the best fighter in the world at, at that weight. Um, debate the resume. Okay, I got you. I don't necessarily believe that 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 the the champ is is the best um the, doesn't always have to be the best at a certain weight. Um because a lot of times people are the champ based on time. It's timing, right? Um, and it's just a matter of, you know, somebody's going to catch up. If we're in a car chase and I get a head start, that doesn't mean that I'm the faster car. That just means you haven't caught up yet. Um, and then ultimately you'll overtake me, right? That That's just, that's sort of how I feel about champions sometimes. Like Jamal Hill is a product of a couple different things happening, right? By evidence by the fact 
that he lost to Paul Craig and still went on the fast track that he did, still got the shots that he got, and then was able to, you know, uh, was able to get that title shot, right? Despite having losses, having lost to Paul Craig. Same thing with Magomed Ankalaev, lost to Paul Craig. But Paul Craig is still in the doldrums of the prelims, um, you know, despite winning fights after the fact. Uh, it's it's very interesting, right? It's a matter of timing. It's a matter of the right push at the right time with the right matchup. Um, I think the better overall resume probably stands with Yuri um, based on who he beat prior. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, Hall has the or Hill has the win over. Oh, he has the win over Glover. He's got the win over Tiago. Um, win over Jimmy Crute. Like, I'm trying to think where he starts gaining the points, you know. Um, but then, you know, if you're looking at Yuri, you're looking at Vulcan Uzdemir, you're looking at Dom Reyes. I mean, you want to talk about, like... Japanese fighting, if we're talking about they lose the King Mo. Him and King Mo fought twice. I can't remember. I mean, I, th- I mean, I think resume wise, it's probably Yuri has the better resume. Uh, now, who deserves the status of best 205er? I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, we'd have to look at everything analytically speaking and then the application of said analytics. Um, and it's very hard for me to yeah beat Walker too, um, yeah he hit him with the, he hit him with the, he, he 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 punched Walker in his forehead and made him do that goofy ass. <laughs> um, it's a tough spot, right? It, it's all it's always difficult to to go. I mean, the the easy solution to it is to have them fight each other, which we will which we will eventually get. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to nullify Hill's win and Hill as a champion. Personally speaking, I thought Uncle Iev beat Blahovitz. So, um, so there's that. Um, I I think I think maybe we get a false positive on the test of how good is Jamal Hill based on how young he is, and that light heavyweight, at least the top five of light heavyweight, is a bunch of guys like that are at their, you know, thirty nine to forty four years old range. Um, so being, you know, 20, whatever he is, 26, 27 and fast as shit. Um, it's, he's, he's a bad matchup for a lot of folks. Uh, hips were real active. He was able to stop the takedowns of Glover fairly easy. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I, 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 I think right now, realistically, I think uncle lives, the uncrowned champ, but we saw a lot of deficiencies in uncle lives game. His inability to fucking check a leg kick is a big one. Um, but I think, I think ultimately we're entering a, a round Robin of Hill, Ankalaev and Yuri, where Yuri probably comes out on top more often than not. Cause he's the most violent. Um, so I feel like dominating Glover holds more weight than Yuri's wins when he almost loses than wins versus guys. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. To an extent. I mean, again, but again, it's like, uh, 
you know, it, you have this with high stakes punch face, right? You've got guys on any given night or girls on any given night. They go out to put out the performance they put out. Sometimes it's super clean. Uh, and other times it's, it's a muddled mess, right? And I don't necessarily know that that's a direct reflection of skill as so much as it is performance in the time of, you know, um, at your time in the cage. But I, I do think that there is something to go out there and say, Hill's performance on dominating Glover came after uh, Yuri and Glover going to absolute war and Yuri probably taking another, probably taking an 18 to 24 months off of Glover's potential career. I mean, Glover's old as shit anyway, was going to retire, they said, regardless. But you can't, you can't discount the miles that put on him, right? That, uh, that, that level of war, what that put on him. Um, and that's something I'll talk about when we go over UFC 284 on the Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett fight, the, the amount of mileage on both of those guys and how that will play out. Um, Glover was beating Yuri that fight. If I remember correctly, Hill made Glover look like a rookie. I, yeah. I mean, again, I, I can't, I can't disagree with that, but the matchup made that fight the way, sort of the way it was, right? You've got, You've got Glover, who his takedown is a single. Is, it's a single, right? He goes to a single. He does a drag, institutes a trip or two here and there. That's really like his his point of entry. If you stop that, then you you go and you're trying to outbox a 44 year old man. Like, let's not discount. The, you know, just because Hill doesn't isn't like rip the shit. Um, you know. He's a former basketball player. His whole body is fine-tuned, fast-twitch muscle, um, and he's just quicker, right? He's just quicker. And when you're, you have a willing dance partner that's letting you lead, speed kills. And that's what was happening. I mean, that was what was killing him was speed. So, I mean... Yuri, on the other hand, when he fought Glover, Yuri's got that in and out darting hands down weird Lord of like pseudo karate, but he throws like wing chung style punches where they're cut. Like everything's like straight off the front. Um, you know, it's very, very, it was a very strange sort of, I mean, it's a, it's a weird dynamic to, between both of them. Honestly, Glover's very good and very resilient, but he's not a good, he's not a good measuring stick for anybody to be honest with you, because he's just the, I mean, he's that he's that old man in a bar you wish you didn't pick a fight with, right? Like he's just gonna keep coming forward. Um, actually, at the the I believe I saw, if I'm not mistaken, that Hill is already a favorite. Is um, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I'll look. I'll try to find it real quick. But I believe that Hill already already came out as a favorite. Um, I think he's like the mi- minus one forty range. Uh, give me one second. I saved it because I was, you know, got the group chat going. Um, Hill minus one twenty according to Bet Online. Minus one twenty on Hill. Close enough to pick him. I'm on. I'm on the Yuri side though. Uh, at least initially. At least initially, I would be on the Yuri side. Just paths to victory. Um, I think there's a little bit of recency bias baked into Hill 
there. I, yeah, I'm not playing it right now. I'd like to see which way the line starts to move before I get on it. Um, he'll minus 200 versus Yuri Bryant going wild. Whew. Two to one fave. Yo, where would you cap Yadong and Simone? Honestly, after the beating song Yadong, I'm, I, I'm, I would put Ricky Simone. I think Ricky Simone deserves to be the favorite here. Um, based off of cardio and wrestling um, and the just the shit kicking that Song Yadong just took. Um, I'd probably put I'd probably put Simone at like the minus minus one forty. Probably somewhere around there. I think he should be the favorite. I think he should be the favorite. Um they're not doing Song Yudong any favors by feeding him killer after killer after killer. Um, if Emmett couldn't, if I, if I told Emmett couldn't get much wrestling going, would you like? Yeah, you're closer to minus two. If I told you Emmett couldn't get much get much wrestling going, I don't think I don't think Josh is gonna. Um, I don't think Josh is gonna try to wrestle Yair at all. I don't think he's gonna try to wrestle him at all. I think it stays. I stay. I think it stays um, standing bang style. I really do. I don't. I don't think he tries to wrestle him at all. Nope. No. I. I think he makes it a war of attrition, and I. It. You know. I think there's a good chance that Josh finishes him late based off of the accumulation of power, because Josh carries his power all fight long, all fight long, and Yair wears damage horribly. He starts to puff and swell and cut and leak immediately. Um, so I think if Josh avoids the head kicks, he, if he if he can shut down the creativity with pressure, I think he wins the fight later on. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the, I um, I'm I'm on the Emmett side there. So well, I mean, I'll, I'll get that. Um, Let's see, Sergey versus Blades too. Yeah, we got dude. There's banger. I mean, I I will, you know, I'm not quick with the praise, but they have um they've been doing a good job with matchmaking lately. There's some good ones in the works. Okay, let's go. Let's look at some more early lean aheads. Um, one fight that's got me a little befuddled: Derek Brunson versus uh, Duplessis. I am still not. Uh, maybe I'm thick on this. I am not. I'm still not convinced that Duplessis is good. I'm still not convinced. Is this? I feel like is, this is an opportunity for Derek Brunson to like Edmund Shabazian. Drick is here. Is that is that possible? Can he do that? Oh, it's like spicy grapes. Ooh. There's something in that cloves. Maybe I don't know. Wine is weird. Oh man, that is very Christmassy. There's cloves in that. All right. Um, I think Derek, dude, I'm gonna kind of have to lean Brunson. I have to sort of lean Brunson. The only thing about Derek, man, is he, oh gosh, he doesn't respond well to getting hit at all. And drink his packs punch. Vivian Arajal versus Amanda Hebus. Arajal, yes. Um, let's see here. Here we go. I thought you bought lights. I did, but this is a show where we're not talking about anything, so I don't give a shit about lights, Brian. Um, I don't know if Duplessis will have the gas tank for Brunson. Agree. You don't have to be good. You just need to out-cardio Brunson and then knock his tired, chinny ass out. 
Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. That's about all it takes. That's about all it takes, really. <laughs> that's 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 dead on. Uh Jessica Panay, Tabitha Ricci on there as well. We're gonna get Panay at underdog. Ugh, I don't know if I can play her though. Julian Marquez versus Mark Andre Barrio. I am inclined to to take Barrio by knockout there. Marquez has about a round to get it done. If Marquez can even make it to the fight, he loves to pull out of shit, and that's March. So who knows? I mean, there's really no no telling. Um, we're looking at Bo Nickel, Jamie Pickett on that card as well. I mean, I know most people are going to be on the Pickett side of things. A main event that got announced since the last show: Piotr Jan taking on Marab at UFC. What is that? That's going to be Vegas 71, 70. Wait, we got 68 next weekend. And then we've got 69 with Cheeto, 70 with Span, 71. Piotr Jan versus Marab. Marab by decision. Marab is going to win a shitty, controversial five round decision against Piotr Jan. It's coming. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. And then a fight that nobody asked for, but it's a weird matchup. Saeed Nurmagomedov taking on Jonathan Martinez. I'm inclined to lean Martinez there and fade the Nurmagomedov name um, based on the power. Now, Saeed's going to have the creativity for sure. Um, But Martinez is going to be a value spot here. I think we get Martinez at the plus two range, which if we can get Jonathan Martinez at plus 200 against anybody seems like a play. Because, I mean, I know Saeed's not part of the Nurmagomedov clan, but mid-range to casual folks see Nurmagomedov. Vegas gets the he gets the Nurmagomedov love from the book. Yeah. Kyler Phillips, Hafiala, Sun Sal. Dude, Hoffa, turning back the clock a little bit. I think Kyler gets that done, though, um, by decision probably. Mario Batista, Guido Canetti. If you don't give me Mario Batista by knockout, that's if we're if we're but breaking this thing down by fiscal quarters. My quarter one, how I'm gonna make my goal money wise, it comes from Mario Batista versus Guido Canetti. Mario Batista by knockout. That's that's where that comes into play. Batista is probably one of the biggest lightweight dudes I've ever seen. He's massive and He's like a silent killer, and Guido Canetti is propped up on sham wins against guys that are not good. So Mario Batista is going to humble. Mario Batista is going to be – It's the line is going to be steamed to all get out. But you got to watch it because he's going to probably open at the 2 to 250 range. You're going to have to grab it right away to make it even worth anything money line-wise, but knockout is, is going to be is going to be where that's at. Um Trying to look ahead here real quick. 286 in London. Leon Edwards versus Kamara Usman. You're on Usman. Nobody's on. Don't ever. You can't, Leon. I mean, literally, Kamara Usman won every minute of that fight until he got knocked out. Gaethje first versus Fazeev. Fazeev is hammer. Fazeev is the hammer here. He's the hammer. Let let it, Just let it rip. Let it rip. Um, by knockout, too, is also a great way. I wish we had that for five rounds and feel more confident in a knockout in five rounds, but I feel good about it in three, too. Um, 
I sprinkled Randy Brown plus 330. How would you line him? 200? I think Jack cracks him plenty, maybe even gets a finish. But this is a step. I, you know, I agree. I agree that Randy Brown is a sneaky, sneaky um, play. And I, I think, I, I, Irv, I think you're right here at the line dictating the play. Like you have to, you almost have to play that based on the value alone. Not necessarily something you want to unload on, but you're getting so much return on your money on a guy that's much more tested and well-rounded. Um, I wonder if you look at like some of the bad positions, and there were a few that that Jack was in in the uh, Ramazan Amiv fight. I don't think he survives that if Randy Brown gets him in those spots. That being said, if Randy Brown wants to stand there and bang with Jack, which he shouldn't, but if he does, oh boy, Lord help him, right? Um, I, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's worth a sprinkle spot. Um, what's interesting about those those cards where everybody's local or same team talked about this before is the domino effect. Who's going to be the one to lose? Who's going to be the one that's going to get like that's going to start the chain of people dropping, right? And if you look at this one, um, Shane Young. Shane Young versus Blake Builder. I didn't know Shane Young was on the roster anymore. I feel like they brought him back just to have him fight this Blake kid. Um, Shane Young obviously w- would be my first bet for people to lose. Then Junior Toffa stepping in to fight Waldo Cortez Acosta. Um, or Waldo Acosta Cortez is stepping in to fight Junior Toffa. My mistake. Um, interested to see how that goes, but it's a heavyweight fight. Jack Jenkins is another local boy. Shout out to our, 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 uh, my buddies over at the Run It Back podcast. They they so the boys over at Run It Back have been on Jack Jenkins and Jack Della Maddalena for years now, and have been saying, "Dale, these are the guys. These are the guys." They've been covering them at Eternal and all these other events, stuff like that. They they they're like first of the game as far as hipsters go. They're on Jack Jenkins and Jack Della Maddalena. So whenever those guys showed up, I was like, "Oh, I know who these dudes are." They're legit already. They've been vetted and vouched for by guys. I trust their opinions. So, um, you know, Jack Jenkins versus Don Shanus. I like Jack Jenkins in that spot. Um, Kulabau, the Kulabau Melsic Bagdasarian fight's interesting because Kulabau can just grind you. But Melsic, I don't know, man. Ugh, yuck. I don't know. Tyson Pedro versus Ming Yang. Jimmy Crute coming back versus Alonzo Menafield. I still think it's a bad spot for Jimmy Crute. Toffa versus Parker Porter. I mean, sure, sure, why not? <laughs> They're both. I don't know, man. I I just go with the uh, just go with all the local boys. Just do an Aussie parlay. Um, Young and Builder are both awful. I agree. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. Shannon Ross. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's. I think, to be honest with you, I, I mean, I'm not going to say not, not to play Ross, but Clemson Rodriguez is not like not somebody I'm viewing with a much higher ceiling than what we've already seen. So, um, all right, let's go two more. Let's go two more events here. Just early look aheads, and then I'll, I'm going to I'm going to cut out UFC 286. Like I said. Um, Jack Shore taking on Makwan Amir Khani at 145. Interesting fight for Jack Shore based on the fact that Makwan 
he's either so good or he's really bad. Uh, so be interested to see there. Luana Carolina over Joanne Wood. Personally speaking, I think you're going to get Luana Carolina at plus money. Joanne, Joanne Wood is going to be the favorite here. And you couldn't give, like, even with free play money, I wouldn't use it on Joanne Wood. So Luana Carolina seems like a spot there. Uh, Nathaniel Wood versus Lerone Murphy is a banger of a fight. I think we see a split decision there. But if if Nathaniel Wood looked anything like he looked his last time out, uh, may the Lord help Lerone Murphy, even though he, he is very good. Ja Herbert versus Ladovic Klein. I, I want to go Klein by knockout, but Ja Herbert is so fast, and Klein has like – a round and a half to get it done. So if Ja can just protect that chin for seven minutes, it'd be interested to see what happened. Um, Veronica Macedo's coming back. She's been she has since been married, so I think she's Veronica Hardy now, um, or Macedo Hardy, or Hardy Macedo, or however that hyphenated shit works. Taking on Juliana Miller, tough winner. Um, I think Juliana Miller gets that done. Um, all right, and then last but not least, we've got a Holly Holm main event lined up. Maybe, maybe to be seen UFC uh, Vegas 72 Holly Holm versus Yana Santos. It's no longer Yana Kunitskaya. It'll be Santos. If that's the case, Holly Holm should be a minus 350, almost untouchably high against Yana Kunitskaya. Anything under that unload, unload. Yana's not the one. Um, Alex Perez versus, versus Manel Cap. If Alex Perez can even make weight and show up to the fight, Manel Cap gets that done. Sean Brady versus Michelle Pereira. 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 Hammer spot. Sean Brady got knocked out by Bilal Muhammad. I'm going to say that one more time for those that didn't believe it because I still don't believe that happened. Sean Brady got knocked out by Bilal Muhammad. Michelle Pereira wins that fight. Um, Chitty Njikawani takes on Albert Duryev. Banger as far as stand-up fighters go. Very technical be interesting to see Chitty come back after the Gregory Rodriguez knocked out. I'm in knockout. I'm initially leaning that based on the fact that Duryev fades late. Um, Trevin Giles is on that fight. You guys know Trevin Giles is a forever no bet, so we're not touching that. Um, nothing really on that else on that card right now that's really standing out. Um, Rob Font versus Adrian Yanez is verbally agreed to, but they don't have a location. So if we don't have a location, we don't have a date, but uh, Yanez. There, based on the fact that Rob Font's chin is non-existent anymore, um, and it, what a fight that's been announced that breaks my heart because you you know uh, my Mexican mamas Cynthia Calvillo and Lupe Godinez. I, I just I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do here. Um, I, I mean, I I, I guess I, I my heart's my, my my heart's torn. My heart's torn on where to go there. I don't know. Loopy looks so bad last time out. Cynthia Calvillo's won me so much money in the past. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. Um, okay. We're going to let that rock. That's what we got. 47 minutes. Nothing else going on. Early look ahead spots. Um, appreciate everybody that tuned in, followed, fade, did did all that stuff. Did did everything this last weekend. I hope you cashed out. I saw a ton of stuff on Twitter, people cashing out. So I hope you hit something, right? If it wasn't mine, I hope it was one of your plays. I hope... Um, that 2023 is off to a good start for you and we continue down that path. Um, if you feel so inclined to like, subscribe, share, do all that stuff, perfect. If not, that's cool too. Um, I'll be around throughout the week. 
through the weekend. I do have one PFL challenger play that's posted to the betmma.tips page. That is there. So feel free to go check that out. Um, just trying to unload on a little bit of a favorite there. See, we can't get a couple little unis back um, on some potential missed for that Hill versus Glover not ending in round one and two. All right. That's it. That's all I got. Um, I will talk to everybody this week and then see you next week. This week I'll talk to you. Next week I'll be back. And then we got, uh, yeah, we got some Vegas 69, road to the UFC finale, and all kinds of stuff going on. So uh, until then, be good to each other. God bless you. We'll see you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.